Welcome to the Talk with Tori podcast. I'm your host, Tori Jones, and I'm so glad that you're here. It's time to have some fun. On each episode, I will chat with a friend and we will share random life topics, tips and tricks, fun stories, and more serious stories filled with some real talk to make you laugh, maybe cry, make you think, but most of all, bring a smile to your face. We all have a story to share, so I hope you enjoyed this one. So grab your favorite Starbucks, a glass of wine, water, I don't care, you do you girl, because it's time to peel back the layers and add a little spice to it. Hey, Lindy. Hey, Tori. <laughs> Y'all, we're sitting next to each other, real cuddled up. Yes. Not COVID, not COVID no, stuff. No. But you're close to a lot of people daily. Yes, I all am. All up in people's faces. And we'll talk bodies. We'll talk all about that, y'all. But I'm really excited for us to just get to learn from Lindy, learn from Lindy today, um, because y'all, she is one of those people that truly shares the good, the bad, the ugly. And y'all know on Talk With Tori, we're all about that. And we're all about just sharing. And this is actually a topic I wanted to have on the podcast for a long time, but I always wanted to find the right person. And I should have thought of Lindy. I always wanted Lindy to be on the podcast. But then when I thought about someone for perfectionism, I was like, she's always shared about this. You're passionate about this. Mm -hmm. And it's one of the hardest topics for people and something I think everybody struggles with. At least I have for yes. a long time. And so y'all, we have Lindy White here on Talk With Tori today. I know Lindy because she's given me many a spray tans in my day. She's seen me butt naked many times. Yes. <laughs> You've seen hundreds, thousands of people butt naked. Yeah, thousands. Thousands. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Very crazy. But, it's ta- but you have really used your career um, kind of as a ministry to help people and so I've just enjoyed getting to know Lindy. She lives in the Auburn Epelika area, works and lives here. And will you just tell the listeners a little bit about you, your background, and a little bit about your career? And if you have a fun fact or a fun story you think people need to know. Yeah, absolutely. So I graduated from the University of Georgia. Yeah, you know, that's an ugly word around here, <laughs> but yeah, go dogs. Um, and I was going to do event planning. That was my mm. goal. And I graduated college in 2007. Well, 2008, the economy crashed. And so I was living out in San Diego, California really? at the time. Yes. Did you love it? That's and my favorite I city. loved it. The weather was amazing. The I weather, the weather, I love it. The food. It was oh, so good. Oh, it was so good. But I was out there and I was in a relationship that was not positive and just knew that I needed to get back to the East Coast, closer to home. So I moved back home and started trying to find a job. Well, long story short, I ended up in Auburn. And of course... Was it so random? Would you have So ever? random. See, that's how I felt about Auburn. Never. Um, my dad had a friend whose girlfriend at the time was running Gold's Gym here and had mm. offered me basically like a marketing position. And so I come over, interview, get the job. And they told me I could move to Atlanta within six months. So that was my goal. I was moving here. I was going to move to Atlanta. Well, I met my husband. So did I. And here <laughs> I am 12 years later, haven't left. Um, but yeah, so when I got here, I worked at Gold's Gym for just a little bit. And then I started working for Ulta. I was a manager for Ulta. Oh. And that's kind of where I started kind of falling in love with the beauty industry. So you know, every beauty product, every ever. beauty product, did every training, went to Atlanta for trainings, um, learned all the makeup lines, all the skincare lines. So that's kind of where the beauty journey started for me. Um, then I was at the Houston Clinic of all places. I was the huh. executive assistant to the CEO there and got there and just realized like that was not where I saw myself. I saw myself owning and running a business. 
Well, somewhere in there was when I realized that I loved spray tans, but the only ones here were boost tans. And that's when I was like, I'm going to figure out how to do this and bring this to a college town. So I went to Atlanta. I had a friend that was in Atlanta. And so I was going up there and getting spray tans and realized that I couldn't keep driving to Atlanta every 10 to 14 days. So yeah, long story short, I used the last bit of my savings to buy a tanning tent and a machine and learn how to do it. And started kind of doing that on the side while I was still Did you learn like on YouTube or did you just come? No, actually, I trained with the person in Atlanta that that had been tanning me. They taught me how to do it. That's so And so started as a side hustle and now it's my full-blown business. Yeah, your total career. It's amazing. And so I love how you talked about your journey to get there because I'm sure you see this talking to college girls all day, every day. They're like, what's my journey going to be to my career? And it's like... You don't always know. Right. You never thought Gold's Gym would bring you to a college town to bring you to this. It just, God has a plan. I tell them constantly, I'm like, your first job out of college is not going to be your dream job. And so you just got to, you got to let that go. (laughs) You got to let let that go, girl. You're a mom. You're a boy mom. I'm a boy mom. Do you love boys? boys. I love them. (laughs) It is. There's never a dull moment. It's a little wild (laughs) in my house, but yes. And you're a dog mom. And I'm a dog mom. You have big dogs. Yes. And everybody's a male. So <laughs> two boy dogs. So truly husband, all boys. All and boys you. and me. But you're with girls all day. Um, we have any fun facts, fun stories, anything you think people need to know? Fun story. So I was trying to think of that one. I have lots of stories. You, you're a girl of stories. Like I do. I have lots of stories. Um, I guess maybe as far as like a work story that would be funny. So early on when I started, now I've been doing this over 11 years. Okay. So I've seen a little bit of everything. Thousands, literally. And it really is one of those things where I've done it so much that I don't, I do not remember. Like when you leave me, I don't remember what you wore, what you didn't wear. I, I just don't. And That's, you can't remember people's bodies. And no, the, and not the, at all. Not at all. But when I started early on, you know, I'm still figuring this whole thing out. And I had a girl come in to tan. And was this out of your house? No, this was when I was working at a spa and you know, we're all set up and I'm talking to her and I turn around and she's on all fours, like in a crab (laughs) position, (laughs) naked. And I'm like, stand up, stand up, stand up. Like, I was like, what is happening here? But apparently she had gone somewhere before and gotten a spray tan. And that was, so she thought it was normal. Yeah. Yeah. So to this day, that's one of like the one people that I remember was like this girl getting on all fours, like in a crab walk to get a spray tan. So no worries. If you come see me, we don't that we don't do that. And um, don't do that. And to tell people in the future that don't live in Auburn, don't be doing the crab walk. Yeah, you're going to the wrong place. Yeah, you're going to the wrong place if you've got to get on all fours for a spray tan. Okay, well, Lindy, I don't really know if you remember this because I mean, you have so many instances, but I told the listeners a few weeks ago about my wedding spray tan fiasco. Do you remember me FaceTiming you? And I was great. Yes. Yes. I do. <laughs> and I was that. like, should I get in what the shower? You were like, yes, yes, you should. Right now. And I just ended up putting some foam stuff that we had at our house that I just prayed. But that, that's the thing. Like I had never been to this person. Mm-hmm. And so that's why you got to go to someone trusted like Lindy. Otherwise you could turn out crazy like me. Great. But spray tans make you feel so much better. They do. Oh it's my gosh. You just look so much better. But, um, okay. So you, opened your business and you, um, you know, like you said, you always wanted to open it. So you worked out of your house for a while. Will you tell them about that and kind of what yes. your career looks like and what y'all have yes. moved, in, moved into? Yes. So, you know, again, you go in with this like 
view of what your life's going to look like. And God laughs. But when I started the TV business, it literally was, I popped up the tent in my garage and it was word of mouth. Just I invited over a bunch of friends one night, you know, Hey, here's some wine. Let me practice on you. If you like your tan, just tell people. So it started that way. Um, and I would go to work full time during the day. And then I would come home and a lot of my teens too were mobile going into people's homes and setting up. So I would leave my house about 6.30 or 7 every morning, driving to Columbus, work all day. And I would drive back and I would literally do spray tans all over Auburn Opelika. I would work, you know, till 10, 11 at night. Well, then once we had our first child, it was, you know, then it was, became a balancing act. So your um, kids, all they know is spray tan mom. All they know is spray tan mom. Yeah. Huh. All they know is spray tan mom. So, you know, started that way. And then as it grew, um, I ended up at a spa and I was room running there. Um, and I also became their office manager. So I was working the front office there doing spray tans in the afternoons into the evening. And then it has literally just continued to grow every single year. And about three and a half, oh my goodness, four years ago, yeah, going four years ago, um, the Lord really put it on my heart that I needed to leave my full-time job to just pursue my tanning business and to be with my children. And that, that was scary. when I met you. That was scary. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. And so for months, I just ignored, ignored that voice in my head. And I was like, I can't leave my full-time gig. This is just too good, wow. you know? And finally it got to where I couldn't sleep. I couldn't eat because the Lord was like, you're quitting your job. So I told my husband, I said, Anthony, I'm, I'm quitting my job tomorrow. And his eyes got really big. He's so like, he had no idea. No idea. He's like, do what? And I said, the Lord is telling me. And he goes, well, I can't argue with the Lord. And so I literally went in and gave my notice. And it's crazy. Crazy. When you go into obedience that he blesses it. Yes. And it was just one of those things that was like, so nervous because, you know, I'm literally just going to take this huge, I told you it wasn't a leap of faith. It was like a head first dive, like, okay, we're just going to do it. And it has truly been the biggest blessing. Um, I was able to work from my home. So from my basement. So I saw hundreds of clients a week from my basement. So basically my little boys were like, if you ever came, I mean, they would open the door. Yeah. Um, they would ask, are you here for a spray tan? And they would like, show people where to go. So they were kind of my assistants. So yeah, I worked out of my basement for about a year and it just got to be too much. And so then I opened a studio over on Thatch and I was there for a little over a year while I built over at Midtown. And so it really has And now she has a beauty bar, y'all. And it's way more than just spray tans. It's way more than just spray tans. We do it all. So it's All the face, all the Yes, facials, waxing, um, laser hair removal, Botox, Botox Juvederm, lash extensions, wow. microblading. It's amazing. And like, I love, I love how you shared that, how God kept talking to you, because I think, you know, on interviews, a lot of times people will say, I felt this. And I either was like, I'm going to act in obedience and just trust. Mm-hmm. And it's not always going to be easy, no. but if you trust, he's going to bless it. Yes, so, he does. okay. Well, I um wanted Lindy to come on the show today because, well, A, she sees everybody and their mom naked. And so she sees with a lot of people that want that perfection. And, you know, one of the things I think has been cool about her career and her is that she's used it to be a mentor, to share her story, to, you know, encourage people to build confidence in others. And so I really wanted to talk today about perfectionism and the struggles of that, especially now with social media. I think perfectionism 
is even more of an issue that causes anxiety, depression, comparison in a way that I think perfectionism has always been a struggle, but I feel like the past 10 years, it's more heightened. Yeah. So in your career, you see all types of women of various ages, body types, personalities without their clothes. Yes. You know, um, so how has your career and what you've decided to do changed your whole perspective on confidence in women? It has completely changed it. So, you know, I struggled with self-image issues growing up. I was always really small. I was really skinny. I was the girl that had no boobs, like, you know, looked like a boy. That's how I was. And most people don't know that. I was 65 pounds, 410 when I went to high school. Yeah. I, I was, was like, tiny. Uh-huh. I was tiny. Present the itty bitty Yeah. Yeah. There you go, girl. Mm-hmm. And so I was always very self-conscious and even going into college, um, I just didn't have a lot of self-confidence in like how my body looked. And I look back at pictures and I'm like, wow, girl, you are cute. You yeah. know? And so when I started doing this and really seeing, like you said, so many different shapes and sizes, um, and then hearing women like just talk so poorly about themselves, it has honestly made me be more confident because I realize everybody has cellulite. Everybody has been. Everybody has like, and I tan a lot of girls that are pageant queens. I tan a lot of social media influencers. And y'all, I see these girls on social media and what they look like and absolutely gorgeous, beautiful, flawless. But then I get to see them in my tanning studio when they don't have on the makeup they're not using a filter, all the things. And now they're still beautiful, but they're not the same person that you see on social media. And so I just feel like, you know, with what we see on social media, especially with influencers, it's not real. That's not, that's not a real expectation. And it makes me sad too when I hear so many women, like when they're getting undressed, they immediately apologize for what they look like. Oh. And I bet you know, a lot also, of people do that. They do. Mm-hmm. I mean, a huge majority of people. And it just makes me sad because mm-hmm. what I've learned is like every single woman is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Whether you're 100 pounds, whether you're 300 pounds, every woman is beautiful. And we need to own, I mean, own it. Like mm-hmm. be confident. I know it's easier said than done, but, you know, we compare ourselves to unreal unrealistic expectations. Filters is not real. Filters aren't real. <laughs> and then what you see like you know, so these families that are famous, I mean, the Kardashians, for example, they started making, I will will give it to them. They started making curves more, more acceptable because I feel like it was just models, stick skinny models were what Mm -hmm. was, you know, the norm. And so I do think, you know, booties and boobies became more popular with them. But also like, you've got to think about these people you're seeing, these influencers that have millions of followers, that's their full-time job. You know, like, to look like to that. To look like that. You know, and for yeah. the average woman, like, that's just... Not real. It's not real. And so it's made me more confident to accept, like, you know what? I have veins and I have cellulite. And that's mm-hmm. part of the reason I love my spray tan because... It helps. To me, it camouflages it and just helps me feel more confident. Uh-huh. Um, but it's, you know, the girls that I see that have all these followers, like, yes, they're beautiful on social media, but they're also beautiful in person but they don't look anything. And then you probably also hear their struggles that nobody would know. Yes. Yeah. And what they're self-conscious about. And you're like, nobody would ever think you would be insecure. Yeah, for sure. But that's how it is. Yeah. Well, I love you saying women are so beautiful no matter your size. Cause I think 
that that's so true. And I'm sure you've just breaks your heart a lot of times when you just hear some of what people say. So why do you think people, especially women specifically, and I know you're passionate about women. I mean, that's your career mm-hmm. is women strive for perfectionism and instead of true authenticity and who they are and the good, the bad, the ugly, that's something mm-hmm. I've always respected out of you. And I don't know if you've always been that way for me. I feel like I've gotten a lot more open the past few years as I've grown, but I think earlier on, like definitely in college and high school, I like always wanted to have it look like I have it all together. So why do you think people are just so scared to open up? I think it's scary to let people in to be vulnerable because you don't want to be judged. Mm -hmm. And I know I went through many years of my life that way. And what I've realized is that y'all, if you don't talk about what's really going on, like Jesus is writing a story. And the stories aren't necessarily written on top of the mountain. They're written in the valleys. Yeah. It is the ugly. It's the, it's the sin. It's the struggle. And if we don't talk about those, how, how are people going to know what the Lord's doing in your life? Mm-hmm. It's easy. You know, it'd be easy to be like, oh, yeah, I have this husband. I have these, you know, two beautiful children. I have this beauty bar and I'm so successful. But if I don't tell people the fights and the struggles that I've gone through in my marriage, the struggles that I go, to, go through in raising my children, the struggles that I went through when I left my previous employer, um, the struggles that I go through as a female and as a business owner, if I don't talk about those, it's not real. Mm-hmm. And what lesson or like, how are people going to see what the Lord's really doing in my life if I just act like everything's all great and roses mm-hmm. all day long? They're not, yeah, you know? I agree with that. And um, I think our culture has always taught like, And even in churches, I mean, we go to Auburn Community Church, and I feel like until I started going there, I was kind of that person of like, oh, we have it all together. We don't. And I feel like we have to talk about that, you know, and Mm -hmm. it is our culture is kind of like, you don't talk about the ugly. When to me, that's the most important part. That's the most beautiful part. I mean, yeah, I am too. And you know, and I, I don't know if you feel this way, but once you feel like you've opened up, it's freeing. But also I think people are more, are more respectful. Yes. Of you. And, and they just can relate to you, you because they go, oh my gosh, really? I'm not like, the only one that screamed at my kids this yeah. morning, or I'm not the only one that like fights with my husband or, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not the only one that's going through depression or anxiety or whatever it is. I mean, you open up, people can relate to you more. Yeah. I love that. Well, if you'll just share with us about maybe some of your own struggles with perfectionism and your own body image, I know you kind of talked about college you're always just like the little one and, oh, yeah. and how you've grown in this area. But then um, why you feel now called to pay it forward and maybe how you would encourage others to be more real. Yeah, for sure. So like I said, I was always really skinny um, and people would make comments like, you know, you need to eat a cheeseburger or, mm-hmm. you know, just little digs like that. And it does, it wears on you. And even, you know, as an adult, like there are still things I can remember people saying, in middle school and high school, they stick with you. They just do. And so because of that, I mean, when I went to college, like I said, I look back at pictures and my body was banging. And I'm yeah. like, why did I ever think there was something wrong with me? Um, but it is, it's, we let other people's opinions of us and whether those opinions are, I mean, those opinions are because hurt people hurt people and they mm-hmm. have something going on. So I always struggle with body image. And it honestly has not been until after having children that I truly have become more confident in who I am because Uh I realize this is me and Mm -hmm. my husband likes how I am. And that's all that matters. Yes, it is. Um, But I feel like my call to 
just because of the position I'm in to, I, I, I am around a lot of young women, a lot of college age women. And I just want to be able to, to tell them the mistakes that I made because I wasn't confident. I made poor choices when I was in high school and college. Mm-hmm. And I would love to prevent other people from making those same mistakes. And so I do, I try to talk to my college girls and just be honest about things I struggle with when they open up to me, whether it's, um, I mean, I went through a brief period in college where I would say I had an eating disorder. Mm-hmm. I mean, I ate as little as I could to survive because I felt like that's what I needed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and luckily that wasn't something that turned into a bigger problem. Um, but I did have it. And so I just want to be able to use what I've been through, use my experiences to help others and to instill confidence in them and letting them know, um, you know, I wrote down here a quote, it's God made you to be you, no one else. The world needs what you have to offer and just be you being genuinely who you are. Um, and it is, you know, going back to perfectionism and what we see on social media, so many people try to mimic what someone else is doing and being like someone else. And I feel like it's just so important. Just be you. I mean, I'm a type, I, I never outgrew glitter and sequins. And me nonsense. either, and I love it. And I wear it. And I had somebody recently say to me, I love that you're not afraid to like wear glitter and sequins. And I kind of thought it was an odd thing to say because yeah. I'm like, well, why would I be? But I realized like- People won't. There are people that, that won't. And I'm like, you know what? If I like glitter and I like sequins and I like neon and it's a Tuesday morning, I'm wearing it. I don't care. Yeah, you know, that's how I am. I mean, my whole wedding was judge Yeah. And I'm like, a lot of people probably thought it was tacky, but I loved it. You loved it. And who cares? Yeah. It's who cares? you do you, sister. You do you, you always. Do you. I love that. So what advice do you have for somebody who's really struggling with perfectionism and putting on a persona and not just showing who they truly are? Like I just said, you know, God made you to be you and the world needs what you have to offer. So my advice is, You've got to lay that struggle down. You've got to let it go. You've got to trust the Lord. Um, and it, it's, it is so much easier to say because I did struggle with confidence, but trying to be perfect will literally wreck you because it's yes. stressful. It's too hard. It's a, a day-to-day try to hide the ugly. And I can promise you, like you said, you're going to find so much more freedom when you just let that go. Um, I had a friend recently the two of us just happened to be together after a little dinner that we did and we were talking and I opened up to her about some things that were going on, some struggles with my older son, just, just parenting struggles. And then she opened up and that led her to open up about a struggle with her child and then a struggle within her marriage. And we were kind of able to talk through some things and it's like, had I not opened up, I don't think she would have. And it changed both of your lives. Yes. Because it's, it's kind of like, okay, I'm not the only one going through this. Mm -hmm. And so I promise if you're going through something, I mean, no matter how ugly, no matter how embarrassing you think it is, if you have a friend that you truly trust, I promise if you open it up, it is, it's freedom. Mm -hmm. I mean, because the devil, we were never supposed to do life. We're not supposed to do life alone. And the devil wants you to feel isolated. Mm -hmm. The devil wants what's in the dark to remain in the dark. But when you bring it into light, like the Lord will, will just bless you and just make things so much easier to carry because it's like, you know what? It's not that bad. I mean, there literally is nothing new under the sun. No matter what you think you're going through, there's nothing new under the sun. And I promise you, like 
if you open up, there's someone that has gone through that. And it just, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's freeing. I really love you saying that. I love how you said, I think you just said perfectionism wrecks you or yeah. something of that sort. Like being perfect is exhausting. Yes. And it's it's not real. No. And it's not how we're supposed to live. No. Um, why do you think our society's kind of come to that though? I feel like it's always been that way. I mean, I look back just to kind of like, kind of what I gauge, but like I look back on when my parents were growing up, like my grandmother. Uh-huh. My grandmother was that woman that cooked, you know, every single meal from scratch. She always had her makeup done. She always had her hair done. She always had her nails done. Yeah. You could not go to the store without being put together. My grandmother won't go to the gas station without makeup. Yeah. And so I think it just kind of I think it's something that's always been. Mm-hmm. But I think now it's more you can see it more, which I'll kind of say on the opposite end you know, I, today I have on leggings and like a t-shirt mm-hmm. and I'll go run my errands like this, you know, I, because that's how I am too. I just don't care. But I think it's something that so many people see on TV or on social media of what, what women are expected to look like. Mm-hmm. And some people just kind of hold on to that. Um, and like I said, it really wasn't until after I had my kids, that I really felt like I was comfortable in my own skin. Because I was the same way. I was not going to go to Kroger without makeup on, you know? <laughs> yeah. Because um, my grandma would say, you never know who you're going to run into. Maybe. Yes. Yes. That's what everyone always says. Um, how do you think we can do better? I think, I mean, I have boys. And so I try to talk to my boys. Just, I mean, I'm real with them. Like we, we have a very open household. We talk about things. Nothing's and, taboo. And you started them as a young, at a young, at a young age. age. About I them. mean, we just, we talk about things. And so I think... Um, as you know, women raising young girls, just think about the things you say, like, you know, my mom would talk about like going on diets and different body image things. And I think those things stuck with me. And so I chose to just lead a healthy lifestyle so Mm -hmm. that I never had to worry about like dieting and all these different things. And so I think if you're raising young girls just instilling confidence in them from the beginning. I mean, I instill confidence in my boys. I tell my boys daily um, how smart they are, how intelligent they are, how funny they are, how handsome they are. Mm -hmm. Because the thing is, if they're not getting it at home, where are they going to get it from? They're going to get it from the world. And what's the world going to tell them? Mm -hmm. You're not pretty enough. You're not handsome enough. You're not strong enough. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not good enough. And so I feel like it all starts at home. We're just instilling confidence. And even with my friends, I mean, and my clients and my team that works with me, like instilling confidence, being positive, I think just makes such a difference. Well, you've definitely made such a difference. I think that's one thing I admire about you, that you speak the truth to other people. And, you know, that's how we can do better one person mm-hmm. at a time, mm-hmm. speaking the truth to our family, to our friends, to our coworkers. How do you think social media has affected perfectionism? Oh, woo. that's just the... Like we were saying earlier, I mean, filters. You can filter everything. You can edit everything. You can be whoever you want to be. And that's scary. On social media. I mean, there's, without going into too much detail, there's someone that I know from many moons ago that completely reinvented who they were on social media. And it's just, I mean, our friends will talk about like how bizarre it is, but like you really can, you can be who you want to be. And it's scary. In some ways it's it's neat, but in other ways, it's very scary. And so, you know, I, I do not love social media. I love it for my business, but I don't love it from a personal standpoint. But I do, I try when I post on there to 
post myself with no makeup on or mm-hmm. not being all put together. Just let people know like, this is who I am. And it's not, well, I'm not going to take forever to look put y'all together. Y'all have got to follow Tano- is it Tanology AU? Tanology AU. Yeah. She does like what I love about your social media is it's not just about spray tanning. It's mm-hmm. about life. Yeah. And like people really, I'm sure that, how have you seen you opening up? Have you had many, many, many specific instances of people being like, thank you for sharing that. Or like you're in there for 15 minutes with the girl spraying her. And it's like her whole life. You really were affected by that. I've had people um, that have been, you know, getting tans and, you know, they feel vulnerable because you're undressed and we just talk. And I've really made lifelong friends of people that have started, you know, coming to tan, but it has been... I've had people that have gotten in there that break down crying because they're going through something. And so for me to be able to get on my social media and talk about my struggles or, you know, to play off of conversations that I've had in the tanning room, just to inspire people again, to let them know you're not alone. You're not the only one that's going through this. Um, Anytime I do videos like that and talk about real life stuff, I easily get, 10, 20, 30 messages of people going, oh my gosh, you have no idea. Like I needed to hear that and today. And it's like it's for that one person. That one person. Mm-hmm. And then people in the tan room that, you know, they've lost a child or they're going through a divorce or, you know, eating disorder, depression, whatever it is. I mean, people open up and I'll just, you know, all I can do is talk about what I've gone through and try to relate or try to help them or pray for them and get, or give them a word of encouragement. Um, because you don't, you do not know what someone's going through. Mm-hmm. People might look like on the outside, they're doing great and they have it together. And those are the exact people that when they open up, I'm just, my mind is blown. Like I had no idea, mm-hmm. no idea. I'm sure it's changed everything. And I mean, what's so cool to me about your career is that you've used it as a vessel for God, but like you were seeing thousands and thousands of people a year that you yeah. get to impact. I mean, that's just so amazing. So I'm so thankful that you do that in our community. You definitely can tell. And so tell us more about your Instagram and your business, where we can find you, where we can check out what you have to offer. And you don't have to be local to use her services in some ways, her products and things. Yes. So my business is called Tanology. Well, Tanology of Auburn is the spray tan division. Then we have Tanology Spray Tan and Beauty Bar. We just opened up over in Midtown, which is 1188 Opelika Road. Um, for those of you that are local, it's across the street from Niffers. It's the new little beachy I'm obsessed looking with it. area. Sword and Skillet's it's, my favorite restaurant. Yes, Sword and Skillet's there. We have Plaza, the Yoga Room, Blade and Barrel is getting I'm ready excited. to open, axe throwing. Um, Hoity Toity is going to be an all-day breakfast and brunch spot. That's okay, opening. that's going to kill it. Yes. I saw that they so, have Frosé. Frosé. Frosé <laughs> all day. Um, but it's just a really cool area. So we opened up over there. And we're in with Auburn Metastetics. And so that's mm-hmm. Dr. Nancy Herring and then Cersei Kelly. And so we're able to offer now um, all the injectables. So Botox, Juvederm. We have laser hair removal, skin resurfacing. We have cellulite treatments. We offer hydrofacials, waxing, chemical peels. Um, we carry Zio Skin Care. We also do lash extensions, lash lift intense, um, microblading, dermaplaning, lip blushing, of course, spray tans. Um, <laughs> we carry um, at-home teeth whitening, and then we carry all of the self-tanners. So tanning lotions, tanning mist, body washes, 
Um, I love that mist sprayed on my face. The mist, that's what I used this morning. Uh-huh. Um, but like all it. of those products you can order um, and we ship. And you can, um, of course, look us up on Facebook or Instagram, mm-hmm. Tanology AU. And then our website is TanologyAU.com. I love it. Okay. Well, y'all check it out because they've got some good stuff. You always feel better with the spray tan. But then all the other goodness that you can get. I mean, it's the all-around beauty girl. Yes. You can get it. Do it all. Do it all. You got one You got Walk one body, one face. Yes. Take care Take of it. Take care of it. Yep. So, um, and I always wish, you know, I started taking care of my skin. I mean, I always tried to stay out of the sun and wear mm-hmm. sunscreen, but I did, you know, lay out and mm-hmm. do all those things. I wish I would have started earlier. Right. Yep. Like, you can never start too early. So thank you for sharing all that, Lindy. Um, I love your, you know, love for others and being able to use your story and use your business as a daily ministry to help people. Because if we all just live that, I mean, just the people you're around every day is how you change the world. So exactly. I really love that. So thanks for sharing so openly. So let's have some fun. I'm going to ask you the question I ask everyone. Okay. So we learn about all the good, all the goodies and all the goodness. So if you'll tell us three of your current favorites, must-haves, recommendations that you feel all the people need to know about. Now, this can be anything. But before I ask you this, mm-hmm. I do have a question. Okay. I always go butt naked when I get a spray tan. Yes. Do more people go butt naked or do they wear stuff? I would say it's probably 50-50. Oh, so really? I have okay. a lot of people, especially during the Is summer. that a weird question? No, I'm always curious. No, people ask all the time. So during the summer, more people do go nude because you're wearing bathing suits. Well, yeah, you don't like, want to lie. Uh, but um, the other 50% normally keep on bottoms, but hardly anybody keeps anything on top because you don't want lines. No, you don't. But I tell people like- I love a tan booty. Right? <laughs> I don't want any tan lines. But I'm like, undress your comfort level. And then I always tell them, I see naked folks all day, so I don't care what you wear. Yeah. I no. really don't. And you've probably seen it all. I have. I've seen it all. <laughs> so I was always curious. Okay. So um, what are your recs? So my recommendations, um, of course, a spray tan, but no, yes, my, my, my real three. So a hydrofacial. Okay, I have never gotten one. I've always wanted to. Obsessed with the hydrofacial. It has changed my world. Um, basically, it's a machine that is going to suck all of the yuck out of your face. I heard it's amazing. And it's amazing. Out. It is crazy to look at what comes out. But then the really cool thing, too, is that Cersei can infuse your skin with, like, whatever you need. So, like, my last one, I was dealing with some dryness. So she infused... Um, what did she put in there? So anyway, like she as she serum. does the hydrofacial, yes. she can see what else. Yep. So can. as it's sucking out, it can also infuse your skin with serum. So hyaluronic acid, that's what she did. And then I had some dark spots. So she did a chemical that can huh. kind of help with that. But it's really cool because with all the spray tan I do too, my pores get really clogged from oh, like all yeah. day, every day, just having spray tan on my face. Um, and just the everyday yuck. So I love a good hydrofacial. I do one about every three months. Okay, I need so, to go do that. One of my favorites. Um, my next favorite thing is Pure Bello Spin Class in downtown Auburn. Oh, yeah. I, I'm obsessed. I've been going ever since they opened, and I think it's been three years ago. Um, but it is just a good workout. And I'm, it's in the dark? It's in the dark. Okay. There's just some candles lit. So I think that's my favorite part because there's loud music. You're just the end You're zone. just in the zone. You don't have to, you know... You don't have to feel pressure to do what the it's about you the nineteen year old yeah. guy next to you is doing. Okay, yeah. Um, but it's just a really good workout and it's fun. Um, and it's owned by a awesome boss babe. Um, the boss babes, the boss together. babes, and so I just think it's cool to kind of see how she started. Do you um, love being 
a a woman that started her own business and just meeting other women that do that. Isn't that amazing? And it's really cool because the majority of the businesses at Midtown are all female. Do you love? Oh my gosh. I love it. I do. It's really cool. Um, Cause I just feel like we support each other, which is really cool. And, um, it's tough out there, but I mean, it's amazing that you can do anything. Well, yeah, yeah girl. Okay. I love it. So pure bellow. And then my other favorite thing are the dining winos. Okay. You know, you know the dining winos? I've heard of them cause I've seen their videos, but yes. I need to order from them. They deliver your wine. Amazing. So it's Meredith and John Mark Davis. And he, I need to meet her. I feel like I would oh my, love her. you would love her. <laughs> she is fabulous. Um, but I've known them for years and over quarantine, because of course, I mean, John Mark's a wine rep. Well, when oh, restaurants okay. and stuff shut down, they kind of had to like pivot and figure out, okay, what's something so we can do? So he was to doing keep... to restaurants. At yes. So okay. he's a wine rep. He distributes. Um, they're one of the biggest ones like in the Southeast. And so they kind of had to pivot and figure out what they were going to do. So they decided, hey, we're going to curate boxes of wine. And so I called and just kind of told them like they went through this whole flavor profile, like you know, asking me questions oh. about stuff. And so they curated my first box and then I was hooked because I was notorious. Like I would go to the, you know, go to Kroger, stand there, look through all the wines, pick a couple out, get home. And I might like, you know, one of the six that I bought. Um, mm-hmm. I never would really love any. Yeah. And you'd go back and they wouldn't have it again. So anyway, he did my wine box and I literally loved everything. Well, then they started doing specialty boxes each month. And so I pretty much order a case of wine a month. Okay, just, well, I'm going to have to start. We yeah. love wine. Are you, you red just or go white? pick it up. I love red. I love white too, but I'm really a red fan. Okay, I love so a I'm cab. a white and rosé. Like I love ba- rosé. As basic yeah. as you can get, cheers. You know, but Josh loves any wine, but he's he's more, like if he has the choice of white or red, he's yeah. going to choose red. But it was cool with him. It's like, you. I mean, Josh could tell, tell John Mark exactly what he likes. And then I could get mine. And you could tell yours and y'all could just split it. But yeah, they do their wine pickups at Cigar Bar on Fridays. And you just go pick it up and How it's fun. super convenient. But it was, it literally saved me during quarantine because you, you didn't want to go to the store. Oh, uh, yeah. And so the fact that I could just and you had to shut run down. over and pick it up. Yeah, I had to shut down. You learned a lot this year. I learned, yes, I learned a lot. Um, the best thing I probably learned, though, is that the Lord brings you to it. He'll bring you through it. And that literally was my motto for 2020. Like, And look. You brought, I saw on Instagram that y'all did 700 spray tans over, last month. Over 700 in February. And that's how he brings you through it. Yep. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. So, well, um, thank you so much, Lindy. Oh, you have a heart of gold, um, you know, such passion for others. And I know so many people are going to feel like they can finally just let the layers come down. Does that make sense? Wait, you know, yeah, yeah. Un- unleash who they are and just be who they are in whatever size, whatever, anything. And talk about what you're going through because anytime you do that, you let somebody else in. So mm-hmm. I appreciate your time and having me. busy boss babe spending time <laughs> with us today. So y'all check her out. Thanks girl. Thanks. If our episode today touched you, inspired you, or brought you some good laughs, we would be honored if you subscribed to the Talk With Tori podcast and left us a quick review. This will give others who are scrolling through the podcast apps the ability to find us. Please share this with all the people in your life so more friends can hear our stories. Thank you for tuning in, and we hope this episode brought you joy, love, and spice.